This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the KBJ Aperture Podcast. Kevin's eyes look insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. All right, here we go. It is Wednesday. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show Podcast. It is Ash Wednesday today. Welcome to it. It's also National Margarita Day. Well, all right. Just when you thought you were going to get sober, they throw good margarita deals at you. You're like, oh, I can't do that now. I'm not a big margarita guy, but if we went to a mixer and all of a sudden it was just raining margaritas yeah. and there was hot chicks galore, yeah. we're having a good yeah. time. I'm into fucking, I'm, I'm into some margaritas. Yeah, I, I love margaritas. Now, I always try to go with the skinny, and that's a tough thing to do because they can be sugar bombs. But if I can find one that they do without the sugar, and they tell me that, oh, yeah, it's a skinny margarita. They're probably lying to me. It's probably loaded with sugar, but I'll drink it if they just lie to me and tell me it's a skinny margarita. I think they all lie to you. Just, yeah, they do. Just, just you sure. know, and just accept it. What makes it skinny is it got half the sugar. I, I think they, like, there's agave, I think it might be, that uh, is basically just nothing but liquid sugar, and they'll replace it. You know, honestly, all you really need is the tequila, some lime juice you can put in there, a little bit of salt, and some margarita mix, which I don't know if that necessarily always has sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a lot of times the added agave. Tequila hits me different. Oh, my God. It just makes me – it turns me into fuck yeah, bird. Yeah. Like, whoa, let's do this thing. It Come can. on now. Oh, it can, it can get you really messed up. Yeah, it just makes you want to oh. – Take life yeah. and just squeeze it every little drop, Denny. <laughs> that's that's an alcohol I guarantee blackout on. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of the more e- easier alcohols to blackout well, on. Well, remember when we went to? Obviously, we don't remember when we went to the Crazy Horse and me, you, and Virginia blacked out. Which we that does not happen mm-hmm. typically. And then Suits was puking up a storm. We got real, real sick. Mm-hmm. We were mixing all kind of drinks that, that was day. The problem. People were dropping. They were do a fireball, do a tequila, do a vodka. I'm like, oh shit! I'll tell you, after a day of drinking, if you do a fireball at the end, that's how you throw up. It, it changes everything in your stomach. I think fireball's it's, bullshit. Well, it's 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 a violent liquid. You know, it, it is minty and fresh and so nice if you haven't had anything else in there. But, yeah, it, it doesn't play nice with others. It's not Ugh. that I won't do a fireball, but it's not my first choice. We had some at Port St. Lucie. There was some there at Port St. Lucie. 
but it was there. That was the appeal of the fireball. Mm-hmm. Hey, fireball, it's available. Yeah, <laughs> it's just when it's all you have, and that that's the problem. When you start throwing anything down your pie hole. You're right. You're just up. can't mix them. No. I find that's a definite way to throw up. Yeah. Man, vodka, though. I, I know you love the – is vodka your drink? Is that the one you like? I drink vodka and tequila the most. Those are those are my two. I stick with the clear uh, liquids. All right. I find that uh, that's easier to process and uh, deal with. So it's, it's mainly those two, a little dabble of uh, beer and wine here and there. What do you mix with your vodka? With the vodka, I typically have, like, Sprite Zero. <laughs> Sprite Zero. Yeah, so I'm not uh, dealing with any sugars there, and uh, man, it's just it's a refreshing soda that you know helps relax you. If I'm if I'm trying to watch my weight, Sprite Zero is my cut. I do I I would oh, say yeah. Sprite Zero is one of the better yeah. non-calorie. It's a way to do it. The man. zero drinks, the zero one that the Sprite yeah. Zero specifically is pretty pretty yeah. good. Vodka is nice because it can slip into about anything, and yeah. it, it's it's a trick for me. Like if I'm going to the airport and taking a flight. I have uh, little shot bottles, and I will fill them with vodka. And then what you do, you go to um, wherever they have the little nooks and drinks and all that kind of stuff. I buy one of those buys, which is basically a sugar-free fruit juice. And then you just uh, dump your vodka in there. You mix it up. It looks like you're drinking a buy, and you walk right on the plane. There's no problems. Those buys are good. They are. Solid. Solid way to do it, man. It's an easy way to get around it. I hear you. Yeah. So I was I was walking on the plane uh, last flight I had taken, and had my buy. I was gunking it down. Somebody <laughs> just uh, left the bar, and they were walking on the plane. They're like, sir, you can't take drinks on the plane. He's like, I just paid like fifteen dollars for this drink. And she's like, sorry, like you got to either leave it or knock it down. So they're drinking. And I walked right on my vodka. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. All right. I was like, that's how you do it, baby. Ninja. Yeah, that's it. Stealth. Drank the whole time. It's beautiful. Uh, got uh, some questions here. Virginia is going to be back with us tomorrow, coming back from New Orleans. She was there for Mardi Gras. As soon as they get boring and start doing the Ash Wednesday stuff, she gets the heck out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> well, then it's a lot of guilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know you do with all you that. the party and not the guilt. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Samantha said, LOL, this Instagram story post while V was on vacation. What is happening here with Rocco? Yeah, this might need explaining. There's a uh, photo, and uh, Rocco's got an interesting pink balloon set up, and uh, Virginia wrote, who's going to tell him? It is uh, looks a lot like a balloon vagina. It's pink and, I guess, in that shape, and he's holding it up, like, you know, just kinda, confused by it. It kind of looks like both. And at first I thought I was a dick because of the head. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's but got then quite a man in the boat. Yeah, then you, you're <laughs> right. It's got quite the... The man in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> big old <laughs> uh, bean sticking right out there. Gigantic. Big old clitty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. It, uh, looks like it could be a lot of different things. It could be a vagina. It could be somebody's intestines. It could be. It could be intestines. You know, there's a lot of things. Pushing guts. Chew that bubba hubba. Hubba <laughs> yeah. bubba. The bubba hubbas, yeah. Hubba bubba. Mm-hmm. Uh, got uh, some other emails. A lot of people were uh, reacting to your story earlier, Denny's, about uh, having a hard time trying to get a pizza for your pregnant wife, Jen, from uh, Domino's. Uh, we had uh, found out, and uh, we only kind of called them out to make them aware, but I'm not sure that they care uh, yeah. necessarily from the uh, emails that I'm getting. Cheryl B. had said that uh, we were visiting uh, Domino's in Cherokee, North Carolina, 
gotten the pizza for pickup because there wasn't a lot of options past 8 p.m. So we go in there, and there are two employees in the back draped over the supplies uh, at the workstation. They were on their phones. It was a disaster. Their green-haired manager looked stoned. (laughs) He ended up snapping a few photos just to show me Thunderdome at Domino's. And as we drove off, I received a text message because I ordered the pizza from my phone, and it reads, Yo, I saw you take a pic of that girl and guy in Domino's. Fucking creepy. Keep a lookout. I'm going to find your ass. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't even know what the hell is going on here. Wait, the Domino's people said he was taking pictures or she was taking pictures? Uh, yeah, I don't even know what happened here. As it I has to be because how else would they have their number, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time following this, Cheryl. But it says, I had no intention of doing anything about it. I was on vacation, never to return again until I got those weak-ass threats. So I went through all the steps to make it aware to the company about it. Sent the pics and the text basically told me it was a franchise issue. I then emailed the franchise and received a generic email to no avail. I let it go. All or most of them are personally owned, and Domino's doesn't stand behind quality control or check up on any of their stores. Support your local family restaurants first, even if they don't deliver. They deserve our money more than all these corporations. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm thinking what? She was taking photos. The employees saw her. They put an order in. They probably looked up their number and then shot her a text. I to guess. Threaten them, I don't even know. What maybe the thinking hell's... they were going to report. Yeah, it. I can't understand. I can't follow. That. See, that sucks when things are individually owned like that because there's not one. They, they can't be in unison with with everybody. That there's not if if you're not going to follow the one guideline of of the whole model and everyone can kind of say ah fuck you we don't give a shit. There's got to be someone you can complain to. Yeah, they they're not doing it right. I don't I don't think that anybody who creates a brand should just throw it out there to anyone without any kind of retribution. Chick-fil-A, they're very particular. Mm-hmm. And how you get in to get a franchise, it's difficult. And they will come and take them away from you if you are not running the Chick-fil-A properly because they recognize that it is a detriment to their overall brand. The experience a person has at one affects how they feel about them all Mm -hmm. because we don't know. We're sitting here talking about Domino's. We don't know exactly how it goes down and what their system is. And pretty much every franchise restaurant is different in how they do it. So you don't know. And it's only right that you judge a brand when you see the logo and everything associated with it. What is what one is guilty of, they're all guilty of. Hey, Jaybird. Oh, I love butt chicken and seafood. It always hits the spot. I have been eating it since I was seven years old. My family loved it. My mom, Aunt Ann, all my friends love it. The crinkled fries from their corn fritters to all of their chicken and their fish sandwich that people love so much. Bud's Chicken and Seafood, they do it right. And now you can deliver. Hit up their website, budschicken.com. And I really do recommend taking the corn fritters and dipping it in any of their sauces. All of their sauces are amazing. Hit up their website, budschicken.com, and get them corn fritters in you. Mm-hmm. You got a chance to, to buy into one franchise, a, a restaurant. Yeah. Which one do you go with? It's Chick-fil-A right now. Uh, you going the, with Chick-fil-A? Yeah, Chick-fil-A is it's up safe there. Bet. It's safe uh, because, yeah, they just they always I don't know of a Chick-fil-A that doesn't do well. In fact, the biggest complaint about Chick-fil-A is is the traffic problems that they cause (laughs) outside of the area. Yeah, Yeah. they're having an issue because they pull in so many cars. Domino's would probably be a close second because they're everywhere. They're easy to set up. Uh, People with the coffee, it's such a habitual thing. That's why I think coffee is one of the best businesses you, to have. You, mean, you said you said Dom, you said Domino. You mean Dunkin'? Dun, did I say Domino's? I meant yeah, Dunkin'. Dunkin'. Yeah, Dunkin', Dunkin'. Dunkin'. Yeah, yeah. 
Coffee is definitely something that people spend money on every day. Not Domino's after what I'm hearing. Yeah, <laughs> not, not going to go on with that. But yeah, Chick-fil-A or Dunkin' would be my probably my top two. What about you, Bird? I don't know. I really just don't know. I, there, there, there's too many. I, mm. I really, I, I love. Uh, and I'll, I'll take, I'll take Bud's chicken out. We'll do a national yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah, thing. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I don't cheat the game that way. Um, I kind of Taco Bell. I feel like is another one that that's gonna stick around for a long time. Even when Taco Bell's down and out, mm-hmm. it's, it seems like it's still people still respect Taco Bell. Yeah, and they're, they, they've they've stood the test of time. Yeah, I feel like it's a, it's a safe bet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the 80s, Taco Bell was known as the worst the fast worst. food. It was constantly dogged on. Now it's arguably, I'd say, the most popular. It changes their menu constantly. I think mm-hmm. I think their messaging's been a little inconsistent. They could do a better job on that. But yeah, I think Taco Bell's here to stay, man. I think they're trying to figure it out. They seem like they've been a little bit more consistent regularly here. I know they were all over the place, but they said, hey, look, we got to shake it up. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to make changes. If we, if we stay the course, we're going to die. So yeah. we've got to take some chances, and they seem—they're one of the few. There seems to me like the one overall theme that we have here is—it it really seems like a lot of the fast food places have kind of fallen off and are falling out of favor with some people. A lot of it has to do with the customer service and just the quality of the product. And so I wonder if you won't start seeing a shift to one either local. In fact, that's a good discussion too. What local franchise would you have? Because El Camino and you know places like that are starting to open. I mean, even Arocco's Tacos, I saw they're getting ready to open up in Sarasota coming up here in like the next week. And so there are some that have that regional chamber they yeah. just always run well Rocco's very on top of his product to me a regional chain is cozy absolutely it, it's, it's yeah. just big enough to where right. you can make a lot of money right. and it's, it's just small enough to where you can control it and that's that's a good discussion i right now am you know Rocco's to an el camino i love the mexican i do tijuana you know, flats angle. would be a good one tijuana, tijuana flats not I, a bad call i love the flats if I'm they a big run, fan of Tijuana Flats. If the manager's on point and that place is popping, it's the best food you can get fast. That's yeah. exactly yeah. again, it all depends on if you got the good ingredients and the management's there. When they're at their best, I do love me some Tijuana Flats. I am with you. Yeah, those are solid. The one place I think is really good, but it could be one of those because how many of these mid-level chains have you seen that have been good? A Fridays or something like that, and they fall off. But right now, BJ's is it's it's a, a dark horse solid pick they do pretty good stuff they got the beer selections cocktails casual the food solid mm-hmm. my question is what the fuck happened to fridays i used to right. love it it was number one was great i know they're f- that's, uh, that's, they've gone down I, they were they were my number one for a uh, early 2000s they were my number one they had the location on village which is now renegades mm-hmm. and man i was there like every day of the week and that's why the only hesitation i see with bj's is it just reminds me of fridays when they were in the pocket yeah if fridays was here right now i'd say fuck you you change i didn't that's I <laughs> no say. that's true they that, did that they changed true. a lot yeah and, and and that's the tough thing you know we're trying to figure out with uh chilies we got a family discussion where i'm trying to get everybody back because we were there we were big on the chili thing i was having the discussion with uh my daughter caitlin and uh the queen the other day we we're out and i was like man we gotta get to chilies and she's like 
He's like, I don't know when I've ever been to a Chili's. I'm like, you don't remember that one time you found Jay Bird sleep behind the bridal store? Dad, I was only four. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't. She doesn't have that memory anymore. So that's, <laughs> good. that's a good I'm thing. Glad. I'm <laughs> glad. That's a good thing. Yeah, we we have been hitting the two for one all days every day, and but they got margaritas there too. Yeah, well, they we, do. They were solid. Giant I used, ones. I used to go. Yeah, the frozen margaritas, the strawberry frozen margaritas. That's why I didn't care Very about good. the sugar. And their chips and salsa, man. It was like bottomless. It was on point. Their buffalo bites, solid. When I first got on the show, we were at Chili's a lot. I, yeah. The first year and a half, yeah, I was, we were at there a lot. That was it. That was in my uh, in the in the pocket, in the sweet spot for me. So that's why. You know, the queen, she didn't put up a fight. I'm like, okay, we got to get back to Chili's and find out. Because that's the only thing. Some of these places, man, they ebb and flow. Yeah. You don't know what cycle they're on. Are they are they in the pocket or are they on the decline? Because Fridays, it seems like it's pretty unanimous. That place is on the decline, man. I think man. Chili's is still pretty we, regarded. The queen and I went to the Fridays in Wellington a couple weeks ago. And... Eh, it was the fr- Fridays in Fridays. Wellington? Fridays, huh. yeah. Yeah, it's on uh, Route 7. And uh, it US, was whatever it is. A it Ralston was, grade? Uh, Queen's a lot tougher than me. I would probably give it a C plus. She would probably give it a D. Wow. And it was, you know, drinks were okay. We only really got drinks. I mean, so it's it's hard to really say, but atmosphere is a little bit off. There was a manager that was doing his work at the bar. That's not a good look. And he was on a Bluetooth. So he was talking, and his conversation was kind of droning out, trying to watch the TV or whatever else. And she's like, why the fuck is he doing his work there? Like, yeah. this isn't your office, man. And so she had a she had a problem with that. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck's this guy doing? She's like, you're sitting there and I'm like, stop talking so loud. And so she wasn't a fan of that. So she degraded it. Uh, there was, of all the tables, probably only about two or three were taken. And so wow. that was another one. So that, when the place is, you know, sparse. And then, you know, I thought the drinks were decent, but our bartender didn't seem like she was too worldly on the knowledge, and the drinks were just okay. We <laughs> judge a lot of them on Bloody Marys, and we're very particular on that, and you can usually tell a place, if you get a Bloody Mary and it's dog shit, It's we usually don't wind up liking the place, and it's not just because of that, but it seems like... It if paints people, a trend. Well, if you're a bar, know your cocktails, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing we always talk about, have the best of make sure you go around and be like, what are the popular drinks? Make sure you make the best one and make sure every bartender knows how to make it the same way. Because mm-hmm. we've had other times too, we've gone into a place where we got a great Bloody Mary, and the next time we get a different bartender, it's radically different and it's not even close. And we're like, you gotta have consistency, man. It's gotta Especially be the same. Chains. Yeah, it's gotta be the same way every time. And <laughs> so a lot of times it's not. Your Fridays felt more like a Monday. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. It was it was not solid. So got another email here from uh, Stephanie. She said, just to go back on the Domino story, I had an issue with Taco <laughs> Bell a few weeks ago in Hollywood. I went to the drive-thru and nobody came to the speaker. I sat there for five minutes after a few times of saying, hello, hello. I finally just drove to the window. There were five people inside the store. I flagged one of them down and she came to the window. I said, hey, no one came over to the speaker and you have about four people in line. She says to me, well, we're in the middle of doing something and we don't take orders at the window. So you have to get back in line. I was like, what? (laughs) So you're in the middle of doing something? So then another staff member comes over and they said, yeah, we're in the middle of a shift change and you got to drive back and get back in line. I felt like I was in some kind of weird twilight zone. After the second employee came, then came another and another until all five employees were at the window telling me that they would not take my order at the window. And they were so busy. So everyone in line would have to wait. Out of frustration, I just said to... 
Them, uh, wow, heaven forbid you have a real job. One of the employees yell back at me, fuck you, stupid bitch. It went wrong so quick. I mean, a lot of turns there. Yeah, I, I just I don't know how uh, Chick-fil-A does it, man. They've they've really got solid employees. That kind of stuff doesn't happen. And all these other places got to be like, how are they doing it? I don't know what the secret sauce is and how they find them, if they pay them more, if they interview better, if they have higher standards. Um, but whatever it is, that's the only place. In fact, it's really the only place that we do much fast food. Uh, we'll do McDonald's every now and then, mm. and maybe a little Taco Bell here and there. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to be the biggest lover of fast food. I, I mean, I, I don't get it that often. I mean, I, I've noticed a horrific just quality. Oh. It's gone down so much. I used to love Wendy's. I used to love Wendy's fries. What the fuck did Wendy's do to their fries? <laughs> what did they do? Yeah. They used to be one of the top fry people. Easily one of the top fry people. I don't know why they changed it. They changed it. It just, I don't know what's going on out there. Yeah. Somebody made a good point today I hadn't thought of. And they said, you know, a big part of it too is these companies are taking for granted that, that the kids know manners and they know how to do customer service and they're not training them properly. Sometimes these kids just, they grew up in a household where they didn't get manners taught to them and mm -hmm. they don't know them. And you just got to have standards on hiring and don't take for granted that everybody knows the manners and then have no tolerance for it either. Like if I... I've heard, you know, the one story I've heard is that Truett Cathy, he's a guy that does uh, the CEO of Chick-fil-A, lives in Wellington. And so he's always driving around to the Chick-fil-A's, just popping in and just seeing if he would see something like that, he'd he would fire everybody in the store and come in and, you know, start over again, I'm sure. So I hear that's kind of the way it is. Like he's watching because he doesn't want that kind of experience. If you went through a Chick-fil-A, we had a story of, they said, fuck you, you stupid bitch. Oh, geez. I've never heard one from he them. Would, he would probably shut down the store, it, fire everybody, <laughs> and he would start, he would take away the franchise. I bet that would probably be it. And that's really where you got to have no tolerance. And perhaps I'm off, but I, I notice manners, not only with little kids, I really notice if a little kid is, got, is polite and has manners, it jumps out to me. But I've also mm. noticed that's jumping out to me with adults as well. Has yeah, manners no. in general? Yeah. Or am I just sounding like a fucking dinosaur over here? No, we no, used to have manners. It, yeah. it has. No, the, the manners have definitely gone away. I would even seen somebody had put like a, a stat and a survey and study to it. Um, but no, it, they're, they're able to show that yeah, people don't have the same kind of patience, um, tolerance, manners, yeah. empathy, whatever you want to call it. It's a little combination of all. But yeah, people are worse today than they used to be. The other day, someone said, please and thank you. It was really just polite, with mm -hmm. it, which is on a, a very benign kind of transaction. And it stood out to me. Yeah, you, don't you remember see it. it. Yeah, you just don't. I don't know. I don't. I feel like it's it's on the decline. Is that good or bad? That's the question. I think it's no, bad. It, oh, it's terrible. No, it's it's not. It's not bad. It's it's just how bad is it? Um, but yeah, it's 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 bad, unfortunately. And so yeah, people just don't they don't respect other people. And no. you know, look, I, I get respect is earned, but you know, honor is given, and you just got to be look because you're a human being. I've got to give you some kind of honor and status to that and hopefully give you some empathy and love, you know, for that. Well, we, we, we don't we don't have that standard. People don't have that. They, we, they treat everybody <laughs> like they're objects and they're here on planet Earth to make their life better. Well, we live in the mic drop era where, yeah. you know, boom, fuck you, mic drop, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> Every, everybody's mic dropping. Well, that's what that's what everyone does. That's that's that, that's the feel I get is everything's just, uh, well, then fuck you, mic drop. It's oh, a, yeah, well. Yeah, and it dehumanizes because that's all we see. And then we go to the next TikTok video, right? We see yeah. somebody, they get dehumanized. 
Uh, they're like, yeah, bitch. And then next video. And then, it's yeah, all mic bitch. Drop. Next it's, video. It's, it's yeah. all mic drop mentality. And then after a while, that's just how we, you know, get conditioned to see other people. It's like, yeah, bitch, you got punched in the head. Next video. <laughs> Let me film it and laugh. Yeah. And that's kind of where we are with how we look at other people. Yeah. You know, you're here for my amusement to take care of me or do something. And they don't, you know, care much about that person or how their day is going or what kind of things they're dealing with. I know I say it a lot, but it's got to be because of the internet and social media, which yeah, is no kind of, ta- it's, it's watered down. I feel a, uh, a, almost a, a, without sounding religious, a spiritual side of humanity a little bit. Yeah, it has. It's, it's dehumanized because that's the condition of the videos we have. Look, you can't stare at something and have something eat at your brain all day long without it having an effect on you. It just does. And it's, that's the human condition. What you put in is what you get out. If it's all garbage and, People being dehumanized and treated like trash, then guess what? You're going to start treating people like trash. Even as simple as going on a website and you start to read the comments. Now, the yeah. comments can have nothing to do with a topic you even give a frog's fat ass about, but you just start reading how people interact with each other yeah. and the levels of just mm. awfulness people go to. And you start to read it. And I there'll be times where I'll start to get. I don't know, this feeling in my stomach going, oh my God, I got to stop reading this shit. Yeah, I didn't it's, it's a lot of this conflict. And yeah. Fuck this. Who fuck you. Well, somebody will put up a, a video of somebody helping a boy with cancer and somebody will go, this sucks, right? on, And the first one, that starts a fight immediately. It's the first comment you see on this video. Yeah, yeah. or someone goes in a, with a hard, it's a video and it's a hard stance about politics that have nothing to do with the video that's clearly their design just to get a reaction of whatever other side you're trying to goat. Well, and I think the big problem, too, is we always have this human condition to react rather than ignore. And mm-hmm. to me, I see that. I'm just like, you're clearly a miserable a-hole so i just ignore and move on and don't give them what they want but you're you're smart though most people they can't stop from reacting and so they have to go in on them and that's just what they want and here comes the (laughs) fight and then unfortunately yeah a a sweet post about somebody doing something awesome for a kid with cancer it's now just about a fight over one troll who came on there and you know said something terrible about Uh, the kid or the situation well i've just seen it happen too with people in my family that are older that would get into social media and get stuck in it and get caught up in it. And mm-hmm. like you're saying, just, just get off of it. Yeah. Don't it's, read it. It's hard. It becomes addiction. It does. It becomes addiction. Especially mm-hmm. think about if you're older, you're lonely, you don't have a lot of interaction in your life. Yeah. And the only thing that's there for you is social media. And that's how you communicate with people. I understand how it can happen. I get the human side, but is it good for your psyche? I think not. Not at all. No, you got to be very, very wise about what it is you're following. Uh, recognize your algorithms and then step back and say, okay, what is my algorithm saying about about me, you know, and then you just got to look at the energy that, uh, it's giving you when you go into social media. I mean, is it adding to you? Do you walk away feeling in a better spiritual sense or do you feel more anxious and have more anxiety? And are you full of anger? Yeah. I'm shaking my algorithm right now. I got pizza. I got French fries. I got aliens. That's all good. I got (laughs) got titties. Yeah, man, this is good. Peaceful stuff. I got a good algorithm. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's actually pretty good. That's, you know, hey, it's fun stuff. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, if you're an old timer and you've been raised with manners and then you're like, oh, what's this internet thing all about? And you go on there and people are just talking so much trash. They're probably like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> that's how they get lost in it. They can't believe it. And then... Like you said, the algorithm, the algorithm sending them stuff they seem to be into at that moment. So say they're into whatever fight or discussions happening. The problem with that is they see it all the time on their Facebook and they think that that is being discussed constantly around them when technically it's just being algorithmed to them a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily in the world as much as they think. I'll be honest, as corny and as cliche, cliche as it may sound, get off social media and then go out into the real world. You will find the real world is not as bad as social Mm -hmm. media is making it out to be. I'm not saying there's not problems out in the real world. Of course there is. But like Denny's is saying, social media will make you think Think everything is every men yeah. hate women, every women hate this men. Is the whole world. Everyone's racist, yeah. everyone's sexist, everyone wants to fight each other, and that's just not the truth. No, it's not. It, it's it's giving you the snapshot of the ugliest part of planet Earth, and that's the way people feel. I think that's why people feel the way they do about our country and life and other human beings, because it's only showing you the worst of all of those things, which are actually all very wonderful things. Mm-hmm. They're not perfect, but all we're seeing is the negative. We're not getting the positive, and that's affecting people's viewpoints. And look at the world we're curating. You know, you do have to be very mindful of that. I saw a really good quote. It's by uh, James Clear. He's done a book called Atomic Habits, and it's all about setting the right habits in your day and, uh, you know, all about um, being efficient. And he said, the person who curates better information flows get better thoughts. And I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, you really got to control what information is being fed into your brain. For me... That's I use Twitter for a lot of information, news and information. But after I saw that, I'm like, okay, I went through and got very particular and said, okay, are these accounts feeding me good information Mm -hmm. so that I can turn around and have good content for the show, good thoughts in my life? What exactly is this turning me into? Because your social media will make you into something. You just have to be able to define what it's making you into and make sure it's something you want to be. I I, I really do agree with that. You know. You become your thoughts. You become what you think about. At least a part of your world does. I'm not saying it overtakes yeah, no everything, doubt. but it, yeah. it will. It'll, it'll take your life uh, hostage if you allow it. Mm-hmm. Got to be careful what you're putting in your brain. Yeah, Yo, you really do. You know, just kind of a thought that I, I need reminded of from time and time again. And maybe this is your reminder just to recurate your world and what exactly is going into your brain and through your eyes. Oh, I think it's going to be a reminder for everybody. We're living in the world of, of technology and it's not, it's not going to, not like it's going anywhere. It's going to be going the other way. It's going to be crazier and more prevalent than before, unless mm-hmm. an asteroid comes and knocks it all out. I mean, it's, it's going to get, 
it's going to get crazy. They're going to make laws. They're going to change laws with internet. I think we're the guinea pig generation, you know? We're kind of yeah. like the first one that we had. We didn't have it, and then we had it. And then yeah. later generations were born with it. Yeah. They're going to get to a point where you can't dox people. That you're, you're not going to. That's got to be that illegal. Eventually, that's not going to be a thing where you're allowed to dox motherfuckers. Yeah. You can't do that. There, there needs to be fair repercussions when you cause harm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the, the things are coming up, and they're kind of trying to address them as they approach the well, different we have, weird things. We have laws about a lot of this stuff in real life, and for some reason they haven't yet been applied to social media, and they need to. Well, social media is weird because everything in America is censored. You can't do anything it, uh, unless you're under a certain age or over a certain mm-hmm. age, yeah. except for the Internet. The one thing yeah, that we give right. the kids the moment they're born. It may has, be one of the most damning. Well, well it, it has it no is. censorship whatsoever. <laughs> anything at yeah. any point can be put up yeah. on there. There's no vetting. There's so if, nothing. If you want to be a good parent, take away your kids' social media and give them cigarettes. <laughs> Actually, you could argue. I almost feel like, I know I sound crazy. I think social media is such a powerful, yeah. more detrimental You're than right. helpful. I really do. They don't even realize how powerful it I, is. I fucking can't believe social media. And people get annoyed with me because I bag on it so hard. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily the well, best thing for humanity. Just like we were talking about dominoes and stuff, it messed up the American system, or I guess the system of the world with currency because it invented a new currency. You can get fame for doing nothing. Sitting on mm-hmm. your couch and hitting a button. Talking. Yeah. It's a brand new currency. You could argue that likes are almost more important than money is. You can get a career out of just likes. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's all in a sense equal because the likes then do turn into monetary value when you're talking about influencers. And, you know, my wife, that's what her tiktok feed is curated to is all these influencers and it's crazy every weekend she follows the same ones for the most part there's some girl at the university of miami every weekend she is at whatever the biggest party on planet earth is (laughs) and the coolest ass clothes the the coolest ass access and it's every single weekend there's not a weekend that doesn't go on like she was at mardi gras last weekend weekend before that she was at that crazy ass golf tournament they had in phoenix where everybody was going nuts (laughs) I'm like every single weekend. And the weekend before that, she was at the Beyonce show in, what is it, Dubai? Wow. I mean, that's every single weekend. And that like that you put on there, in a sense, that's paying her digital currency. That's how she's doing it. She's there because she got paid in attention. And if you're not making money on it, which a lot of people don't, a lot of people, they'll they'll make, you know, some chump change here and there. It's about clout. And then they can take the clout and turn the clout into something as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then why are you going to work at a minimum wage job when you have a potential chance of making tons of money and going to all these cool concerts? Yeah. It kind of changes the shift of why you would devote time to something. It's something where they have to start realizing, though, with the influencer, it's starting to get the way of the musician and the athlete, where there are so many kids that are out there playing guitar or trying to work on their hip-hop skills. And same thing with athletes. I can tell you, there's so many kids on ball fields and parks and all that kind of stuff that (laughs) want to one day... Be Shaq. And the same thing with the influencer, man. It's going to be 0.001% of people that actually get what you want. It was always what they told you when you were playing baseball. They go, look, you know, you may think you're good. You may think you're the best, but there's only, you know, under a thousand Mm -hmm. professional athletes or baseball players that are getting paid good money to play baseball. A thousand to whatever, 1,500, whatever. That's not that many in the grand scheme of human beings playing that sport. Yeah. 
But I will tell you that, you know, even in the influencing game, you know, Caitlin's uh, doing some stuff with TikTok and got her own little podcast now. And yeah, I mean, the odds of uh, becoming that girl out of the University of Miami slim to nil, but you are still building a skill set that maybe you can use. And I would tell kids when it comes to playing sports, you'd be going, well, why do any kids play sports? Well, because it's good recreation. You learn skill sets. You learn discipline. You learn actually how to interact with other human beings and hopefully be nice and play good games. So, you know, just the process of it can teach you great things. Looking back, playing uh, baseball, team sports, that that was the most valuable thing was learning how to work towards a goal with people you normally may not really work with. You know, you had different personalities and you somehow made that all work. Mm -hmm. That's what it taught me. And I I would never change anything. When it came to baseball, what about hitting home runs? Because I never really hit them anyway. But what was the thing that I learned really about the skills, but it was more about the relationships and things you can take on later on in life. Yeah, so I wouldn't discourage kids if your kid wants to be an influencer. I don't think you have to go, you know, piss in the cornflakes. I think you can say, okay, hey, you know, here's the reality of it. And you know, good luck to you. You know, you used to give your kid a ball glove and a ball bat and send them out to the field. I think now maybe you're getting them a computer and some kind of program and be like, all right, see what you can make out of give it. Give them a ball glove, all that stuff. Smack them. You're allowed to do that back then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm bringing a toll vodka to Mardi Gras because I roll up right. Atoll Vodka is delicious, and everybody loves the taste, and it pairs so perfectly. I'll be out at the parade, sipping on my lemonade with the Atoll Vodka in it, and just having a ball. If you like to drink vodka, you're going to love Atoll Vodka. It pairs in Bloody Marys. It pairs on the rocks. It pairs with soda or tonic. Atoll Vodka. Grab some today at mashandgrape.com. Uh Hey, Seuss sent us an email talking about the customer service, and he said, I have noticed that uh, already there are some checkers that uh, have a version where they have the digital human, a voice that takes your order, and then you go to the window to get your food. And, yeah, you're kind of you're kind of seeing that stuff. And if we don't figure out how to make it pleasant to interact with other humans – before long, you're going to welcome seeing a digital robot mm-hmm. face because it's likely not going to be programmed to say, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, a RoboCop would never be real. That would never happen. RoboCop could happen now. No doubt. Poli- a yeah. police force full of robots? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could happen. Well, and, and you see what's happening now with uh, going on with our law enforcement. And you got two things. One, you got bad cops, but then you got people that are being terrible to cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you might have to start saying, hey, we can't put a human being to interact with this. We're going to have to send in robot cops to go in and try to clear up this situation. I don't know if you saw the uh, drag racing that was going on in Austin, Texas over the weekend. And there was a cop that went in there kind of break it up and they just marched against the cop, got on his car, were shooting fireworks at him and they attacked the cop and they just, they can't do anything about it anymore. He just had to back out and said, all right, I'm good. You guys, you (laughs) guys run the streets and this is your city. And, Tear it to shit, I guess. Well, at that point, you have to you have to bring in the Marines or something. Well, yeah. yeah, National Guard. Yeah, that's kind of where it is. So they may just say, you know what, we need to start bringing in some kind of robot to go in and interact. I, I hate watching those videos of, of people going into a store and then breaking breaking everything and then oh, stealing, and everyone's just kind of. You know, not doing anything because they're afraid to do something. And then I saw a video. It was awesome. There, there was these two guys that kept going into this owner's shop. And they he robbed them three or four times. And he, he saw them come in the fourth time. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck this. And he ended up beating the shit out of them. Good. And then yeah. running out of the store. Yeah. But, you know. It's good. 
When it happens. Yeah, when it happens. A lot, a lot of the videos I see are just people standing around. Because imagine you're in the store. People break in. There's glass everywhere. Taking shit. You don't want to yeah. get involved. Nah, it's just crazy. You don't even know what to do anymore. A lot of the companies tell you not to get involved, too. You're startled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy. Honestly, I, I there's not really... there. felt like there used to be a manual on how to live life. And <laughs> yeah. now... It feels like it's being written, but I'm not sure it's being written by the right person in the right way. It just, there's it's just kind of on hold. It's like, <laughs> so how do I deal with these situations now? I'd be like, I don't know. TikTok. Some weird adjustments have happened. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of changes. No doubt. Um, this is one about something we were talking about the other day. Maybe it was, uh, am I the jerk? Somebody was, uh, sitting at a handicap accessible table. It was the only place it was available whatever, like a little Mexican restaurant or something like that, that they were in. And so they sat at the table and some woman came up and started berating them and said, how dare you take this and be like, look, if somebody handicapped came in, I would gladly give them the table and, and whatever. And this, I think kind of clears it up, you know, for that person who always feels like they've got to be the police out there when it comes to handicap accessible, uh, Laura said that handicap accessible does not mean handicap exclusive. Um, she said, I explained this to a very indignant woman who got upset when my friend and I used the handicap stall in a busy bathroom. You know, it's it's there and it's creative for people to use if they are handicapped. And of course, they should have preference if they are there. But it doesn't mean that if they're not present, that no one else can use it. So it's still there. It's just equipped for somebody that is handicapped. So if there was nobody there that needed to use it that was handicapped and Kevin had to go into the handicapped stall to take a dump, he shouldn't be getting yelled at. If should no not one's be, there. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like that should be it. And if you are handicapped and, you know, just let me finish up real quick and then... It's, be out of your hair. Yeah, you're, you're out of it. You always should defer that if you have the chance and you see somebody handicapped, well, clearly this, you take preference. I'm not a big fan of the, how dare you? Don't you know what you're doing? People that scream at you, especially when most people probably don't even know the rules. Right. Well, and it's it's debatable. You know, I mean, Laura's saying this is really what handicapped accessible is. It just means that it's uh, equipped for someone who is handicapped, but it doesn't mean it's exclusive to someone who's handicapped. So what we got to do them call them out. So we got to sort through all this stuff. <laughs> That's how we learn. Well, that one time, I bring my shopping cart back every time. Now, that's another one people get mad at. If you don't bring your shopping cart back yeah, right. in the parking lot, I always bring it back now. You do. You're very <laughs> diligent. <laughs> but, guys, I've seen too many people fucking lose their minds. People man. on the internet want you dead They for want that. you dead. Yeah. I'm not even kidding you. Some people, you get the feeling reading in the comment section that people who don't bring a shopping cart is worse than even driving drunk. You, you get that feeling. That's how mad they get about a shopping cart in the parking lot. Yeah, well, I will say that there are some things that you feel like the way you do something is the way you do everything. And I do believe in that to some extent. And so when I see somebody and they're in their car and they just open their door and they dump all their trash out oh and gosh. throw it in the road and drive off, I immediately think that person's a complete asshole. Not, not a I small agree. ass, a complete asshole because I believe this is this carries through into everything else that you do. It's kind of like one of the call outs we had this week of that terrible dude on the block that he's cranking his music from 11 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. The guy's like riding through people's yards and tearing up their grass. And then when they try to say anything, he's just... He's just one of those people. He, it, it, there were four or five things that call him out listed that he does because 
every little thing he does, he's an asshole and how he does it. Mm. So the way you do anything is how you do everything. And so that's why when I see somebody litter that blatantly and they just don't take any, I'm like, you're a complete asshole. Oh, then, I'm sure there's 80 different. You and I would not click. Yeah. I never see Denny's get sassy about shit. But we were we were down in Miami, or I should say Hollywood. We were driving down, and Denny's was driving. And the, this, I mean, she was so hot. Remember? Good looking girl. She was dumping all this shit, throwing all this shit out the window. Just throw, Denny's couldn't believe it. I mean, I couldn't believe it either. But Denny's rolled down the window and said something. I was like, hey, you her. dropped something right and there. You could yeah, tell, I like that. That's a good way of putting it but you could tell it was the first time she in like, her life uh, that this hot woman had had anyone ever dared she couldn't tell her. believe it she couldn't believe she, someone had the audacity to tell her that she was in the wrong and she that's, was like Ugh. that's usually their attitude on life is that they are superior to other human beings and they will step on people and think that that's the way it should be because everyone is here for them and i i hate that uh. mentality when people have it and that to me when you litter that's what you're saying, and you're one of those people. I, I can already tell. Like, we would not get along. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I think littering is despicable. It's so easy not to do it. Yeah. Well, it just, it, it really does. It just makes everything look so shitty so quickly. Right. Exactly. And it's so unnecessary. Don't get it. Uh, Angela had said this, uh, Jay Bird. She said, uh, we also saw that pulsating light in the sky that you were talking about. It was the night of the Super Bowl for us. Okay, very cool. So that was two days later than, than I, when I had seen it. I, I've gotten three or four other messages in my area say they saw it that night. So okay, I'm not I'm not making shit up, and I'm not crazy. Well, I am crazy, but yeah. I'm not making shit up. <laughs> Jaybird looks like he's going to be an, a UFO enthusiast. Is being taken very seriously now. I mean, I've I've always been one, but now, yeah, I'm, I just. Now you're in the circles. Now you're in the team. Yeah, the yeah you're kind of in the circles now. I'm in the crop circles, kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's uh, so impressive. So I love that. All right, well, Virginia is going to be back with us tomorrow, back to uh, full steam, full capacity here. So we'll uh, get her back in here and see you back for the Thursday KBJ show. Y'all have a good one. Goodbye. Goodbye.